We're back after a short break for On the Hunt, a League of Legends podcast where Raymond and I go over the last couple of patches, 11.8 and 11.9 that we missed. We talk about the new Damwon gaming skins from the World Championship last year, and then we cover all things MSI, including the group stage and Vietnam not being able to attend and the matches that we're looking forward to. We hope you enjoy this episode of On the Hunt. What's going on, hunters and huntresses? <laughs> okay, no, I'll start over. I'll start over. Okay. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of On the Hunt, a League of Legends podcast. I'm your co host, Chris, aka the Bitcoin Bro, because I started working at this blockchain company. Ooh. Actually, it's just a marketing company, but we have some uh, cryptocurrency inclined clients. And so, yeah, I'm basically a. Uh, a coin bro now. Nice. As dude. the kids say. A crypto bro. That's what I was looking for. Bro, what's your portfolio looking like? How many how many coins you got, bro? Diversified, dude. <laughs> <laughs> how much how much dogecoin do you have, dude? Are you ready? Are you ready for the next doge day? Enough from here to the moon, dude. That's that's the only correct answer. I think. I don't even know. I don't give a fuck, dude. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. I got here on this episode with me, the other co host, Raymond. What's going on, man? Ah, not much, dude. It's good to be good to be back in the studio. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, dude. Got a little dusty in here. Yeah, we're back after a short little break. All right, let's be honest, dude. Did you think it about calling it quits? Ah, uh, you know, I was. I mean, I can't. I can't lie to you, dude. I mean, it was kind of nice, you know, having a couple Mondays where it was like, you know, I wasn't worried about like having to prepare. You know, I I probably got did better at work on these last couple Mondays where I wasn't, you know watching vods or reading over the notes while i was supposed to be working so (laughs) no i mean i was i don't think so i was ready i was i was glad it's got like i said glad to be back yeah actually i kind of felt the same way i mean it hit me just now that like fuck we're recording tonight and then i'm gonna have to edit it tomorrow yeah like i kind (laughs) of forgot about that but other than that like let's get into it dude let's um the new champion gwen came out did you have you seen any of her or played any of her? Mm, have I seen any of her? Have I? Have I? Have <laughs> I? Yeah, um, yeah. I got my. Uh, I've been playing with some buds still, and uh, my good resident top laner is. He he changed his mind. He stopped randomly rolling for champs that he wanted to play in top lane, and instead just one tricked Gwen whenever it was open. So I've seen my fair share of it. And let me know, dude. Is it good? What's what's the gist? Um, I played it on PBE, and it turns out that like people on PBE suck. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> like, like all PBE players are actually—they're not iron, but they're like mostly bronze. And there was like the—the the messed up part is that when I was playing on PBE, there was this like fucked up bug with Rift Maker, where for some reason it would give you like eight thousand spell vamp, and so like oh. everybody was making riftmaker on any champion that you can think of if it has an ap ratio they were making riftmaker nice. and they were just you would live forever and you couldn't die it was like so random yeah that, Anyways, that was my little like rant. An experience yeah um <laughs> yeah it was kind of funny actually <laughs> yeah i mean i think i think from what i've seen with gwen she seems okay like it's not a, she can get strong um or like oppressive if you can't deal with her inner shroud but i don't think like i don't think she's like that overpowering that like even if she just has a little lead she like just takes over any game it's like she can still have bad matchups even when she's super ahead it's it's kind of weird to play against i feel like your damage like never she she always does more damage than i expect her to do like Uh like when she's behind she looks like she's gonna be weak and then she doesn't she won't like one shot me out of nowhere but she'll still like be like oh shit maybe i need to be careful and then when she's ahead she'll like like, it just doesn't look like it's going to one-shot me, and then I still get one-shot or whatever. It's definitely a weird feeling. Dang. Okay. That's good to know, given that I haven't played any League of Legends, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, am I even qualified to talk on this show? I don't even know. I don't know, dude. I mean, you just have to be... Yeah, I don't know. You're just you're just prepared for when Gwen gets added into the TFT mid-set update. True. And you got me covered um, on, on, <laughs> on keeping it up. Yeah, exactly. Actually, dude... I've been wanting to tell you, like, for these last two or three weeks, that, like, I actually really started to like Wild Rift. Yeah? How, like, how, how high elo are you in that? Are you Emerald in that game? I know that, I think that's a rank. I don't know where it stands, but... 
Okay, I wasn't going to talk about it, but now you got me on this. So I did end up playing some ranked games on Wild Rift, and I was I was mad because the first ranked game that I played, I got paired with chimps versus a, like a team of like pre-maids or something like that. And at that time, I was so mad that like the game didn't use my actual League of Legends MMR to pair me with <laughs> to to pair me with more people more likely to have played the game before, right. as opposed to people who are like. 14 years old picking up League of Legends for the first time. Right. Because that's who it felt like I was playing with. And then that made me so sad that, like, I, to, to be honest, I haven't played any other Right Games IP games. Um, but, like, I'm so sad that there seems to be, like, no cross integration between um, League of Legends and Wild Rift. Like, nothing. I, I don't understand that. Like, why do I use the same login credentials in account? And it feels like nothing carries over. Like, I don't get skins i don't get bonus blue essence or whatever the currency is in that is in that game yeah like i i don't get it but like for example if you if you went to go fucking play like overwatch or something they'll give you so much free shit for like hearthstone diablo world of warcraft like it's it incentivizes you to play their other games just by playing one game yeah like that's true. i'm sure that you know that and so like I, I the thing is i've never played valorant or or um the card game Legends of Runeterra. Thank you very much. There, there you go. I knew you got me on that one. And then, um, and it, so I don't, I don't know if the, if those games you get rewards for playing the other games or watching streams or whatever. But I know for sure that like Blizzard shoved that shit down your throat, and you like yeah. you can't ignore it. Yeah. So I felt kind of sad about that. That there's like, I feel like there's missed opportunities there to like loop you into their universe. Yeah. Right. And just like meh. I will say though that like I for some reason I stumbled upon this video of like forecast Jana on um Wild Rift and she's fucking hot, dude. <laughs> it's so random. Somehow I knew that anyway. was where that was gonna go as soon as you brought up forecast Jana. I was like, mm, I'm I don't think this is gonna be some like highlight video related. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying though. I feel like I feel like I wonder uh if they'll change anything because isn't it still technically like uh like beta for for wild rift like they're still doing region betas like and we just got it last so i wonder if they'll like for the official launch if that'll happen if they'll do some like catch you up to your league collection or anything like that oh i actually haven't even thought about that this whole time that whether or not that's the case um but but you're right i mean there's not that there's not integration in their other games so so maybe it's just a lost cause oh okay but yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been having fun with it, and um, it makes me feel like a god again, to be honest, mm-hmm. when I get to play, like, all the AD carries and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, and if sometimes it feels like, thank god I know what, like, 90% of these champions do, because, like, it, it would feel so hopeless to, like, yeah. play, and then, like, you just don't get it. Yeah, and then it's just, you get stomped for 10 minutes, and you're like, well, that was weird. Okay. <laughs> Should I queue <laughs> yeah, up again? Right? <laughs> And then you try to go tell your friends at middle school about this game, and they're, they're just not having it, dude. They're like, dude, they I just want to play Fortnite or Minecraft. Exactly, exactly. On my phone. Well, I guess Wild Rift is on the phone. Never mind. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, dude. Let's, um, fuck all that. Let's get into patch 11.8. Um, this is the patch where I think York, they pulled back on some of the York buffs, mm-hmm. right? And then they, they did some changes to some champions in the jungle. So that was Diana, Darius, Zed think morgana is in there too so it helps them jungle a little bit better yeah they hit cooldown boots so they made it cost a little bit more i called i called a, a cooldown boots nerf a couple episodes ago so i felt That's pretty true. proud about that props and then i think did i mention ramus already no, uh, they end up no, reworking like his ulti and so i did end up going to practice tool to like check it out and i think it's pretty cool have you seen like any ramuses in your game yeah, I've seen some Ramesses from uh, from one of my buddies. It's he hasn't done that well, but I don't know if that's you know. <laughs> <laughs> is that the player, the champion. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've actually I played against one Ramus who went full AP. It was so bad. <laughs> His team was stomping us, so he won. But it was AP Ramus was bad. <laughs> All right, good to know. Um, anything else? Like, I feel like I hit a lot of the major points, but I don't care. I don't know if you care about any of the like smaller adjustments um from that patch yeah i mean this is still i mean this is the last patch so we've seen it kind of come and go i know i know you haven't been out on the rift as much but uh but a few champions that got changed in this patch did get like pretty pretty meta off of it uh lee sin has taken over mid and top lane like as just 
an annoying ass sustain laner uh with like the e cooldown change and he just like he i feel like you could always do like cheesy w max or like not even w max just like e max and you have built in sustain and he gets to bully you in lane a little bit um and then Rumble. I kind of wish you told me that sooner. I feel like I would love that. Yeah, I actually, I I did think about it. I was like, I feel like I need to do, I need to do picks of the week just to catch you up, you know, and give you some, give you some ins. Um, okay. But yeah, Lee Sin Lane is actually pretty good. Uh, I played him in jungle a couple weeks ago, just like, just for fun, not even because he was being played as a laner. And I had literally the best Lee Sin game I've ever played. I didn't, I haven't played him very much. I'll preface that like ever i was gonna say dude i don't think i've ever seen you play lee before but i i popped off dude it was actually insane i mean i'm sure we were playing against shitlords but i popped off <laughs> it works it was worth um but yeah lisa and lane has been around uh rumble has gotten like way back kind of into the meta with his with his buffs people are playing him in the jungle people are playing him in mid still and top um and he's he's been going kind of nuts so um Vlad the 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 buff to Vlad's Q in this patch was like pretty nuts. He got uh, a a considerable amount of what's the word? presence just just from the cooldown nerf or or buff and they pulled it back in the next patch like we'll talk about but right, I saw that. Yeah. So he's been kind of around. Yeah. And then the jungle changes, yeah, Diana and Morgana both came out of this patch as like kind of top tier meta junglers it was a little weird um and i've seen some mordekaiser got stomped by a mordekaiser jungle just like yesterday i think a little bit of darius those guys aren't as good but they're around yeah i think i was listening to something i was listening to like um i think it was the crackdown where they had jet on it and jet was saying that like it's kind of interesting they made these changes because it's as if they're they're like it seems like a lot of people don't want to play jungle according to like statistics like it's the if you pick phil you're more likely to get jungle than support nowadays right um allegedly and so he was saying that like it's interesting that their solution is to just take players from the lanes and and just shove them into jungle so they're they're looking for people who play morgana like morgana players are are mid lane players right um, or support players but then like let's just shove them into the jungle it's like that's his perspective on it is like this that's what these changes were like intended to do is just let's just take these players who know how to play Darius and then like you just place them in a different environment and so the only thing they have to learn is Darius they don't have to learn jungle and Olaf or jungle and right. you know something else and so I, I thought that was interesting yeah I think if you've read uh like some of like the the gameplay thoughts that Mark Yetter or, or Ghostcrawler I forget who the other people are that do it but like some, some other people do the the weekly like game gameplay thoughts blogs and i think they talked about it uh probably after this patch like kind of about their philosophy behind it it basically hit those points that it was like um they're looking for i mean it's it's not aimed to like make diana meta a challenger tier like that's not the plan um it's like for yeah like you said people like more more so like new players that you know you you only have so many champions you learn how to play a champion and then it's like oh well if i need to play the jungle role i can i can also play this champion that i already know there and then they, they're more like suited that. you don't get like inted on you know like it's not like you're some new fresh like level 15 guy and you're the guy that only owns you know diana and like four other champs now is in the jungle and like they're picking diana because that's the champ they know how to play and then you know they get stomped on by their camps because the, the champ can't function or whatever right makes sense Okay, you want to just move into 11.9, the more recent patch from last yeah, week. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I'll get started on this one as well, um, but I'm not going to go through everything like I did just now. So I think what I like here is I like to see some Hecarim nerfs because mm-hmm. he was kind of ruling this whole um, season, I would think. And then I'm happy to see some Lulu buffs because Lulu is my baby and they hit Moonstone in the previous patch. So I'm glad to see some love right there. Yeah. And interesting. Then, interesting. I personally love Trundle. <laughs> That's fair. He's a troll. I get it. What are you trying to say? Anyways, <laughs> so I'm happy that they they buffed him, but I don't think it's like I don't really think it's really meaningful. And so I'm happy to also see the the chem tank nerf as well. The the hurting the move speed on that one mm-hmm. from 60 to 40. So those were the the big things that jumped out to me there for this patch. 
Uh, what about you, man? Yeah, I think uh, I think there's not too much of this patch that's like pretty crazy. I think, like you said, yeah, chem tank. There's like dead man's nerfs that are they're they're just really trying to take down Hecarim, and I think that's a good call. Um, they yeah, like I was saying, they took back on some of the Vlad Q cooldown stuff, so that was a good a good uh, reaction. Uh, there were a couple. I think I think in this patch, I, I kind of like the set changes. I, I don't know if you've seen like on Reddit. There's been a few clips of like AD sets doing like 1,000 damage to four people with one W. Um, those have been pretty funny. I, I think I like that direction for the champ a little more uh-huh. than than just like yeah, like being another part of like the chem tank dead man's like beefcake group. Um, so that's kind of cool. And then I've seen sneaky spamming some Kogma based off these buffs as well. Uh, and I mean, I guess <laughs> the Lulu buffs that. too. There, there are more people playing Lulu Cog in these last two weeks than I've seen in a while. So that's that's pretty much the gist I feel like that I got from this one. Okay. And then um, from last patch and this patch, there are a bunch of skins that came out. So we there was like the some Black Frost, Siren and Vokaz, some Dragon skins for Twitch, Galio, and Kale, and then the Space Groove Gwen, and then the the Damwon skin skins from the last championship just came out. Do you yep. like any of those? Uh, you know, I got a buddy who's like a a Vel'Koz, like that's the only champ that'll play and support and stuff. So, so he's he's been rocking the Black Frost Vel'Koz skin, and I think that champ's or that skin's pretty cool. Um, I I actually from the last patch, I don't think I've seen a lot of those skins besides that Vel'Koz one, even though I think they're kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I've seen I've seen some of the Damn One ones, and those seem pretty interesting. I like those. Like the Jin skin is pretty neat on that that line. Not a lot of people are playing like the other champs that i've gotten to see him but i like i like that one okay i really I, um i like the gen one as well i like that they have different music for his ulti mm-hmm. um i think that's pretty creative and then i'm actually kind of butthurt about the leona one i think the leona one it looks really cool but i, I hate that when you cast her w if you, like you know how like her you cast her w and it like, explodes and if you hit a person it like extends the duration uh-huh. but then um when you extend it when you hit somebody and extend it there's like this weird circle on top of the champion model that like hurts her visibility. And like, I'm not one of those people who like, I'm not colorblind or anything, but I could imagine that like, if you were colorblind or like having some sort of like uh, visual impairment, let's say, I think that having that issue on top of this, like weird, the way this, the weird, the, the weird way that it like layers on top of the champion model it would make it like very difficult to see where like it just looks like a ball and <laughs> you just have to know that that's leona <laughs> right um <laughs> uh, so i'm butthurt about that but i do think that leona has the best chroma because they they all have some like they're all light blue and they all have some like dark blue chroma which i think is kind of whack but whatever and so i think her chroma looks the best and then i think my favorite one is the twisted fate one because i'm a not only am I a dirty Twisted Fate player, <laughs> but I think that the way that they um they like animated his Q or his W, and it looks like the pick a card animation looks really cool. Okay, and it's like really flashy, and it, like I'm just like a sucker for that. Yeah. Um. So that's all I got on the the two patches and the the new skins. Yeah, I think that's it for me as well. All right, let's um. You want to do some picks of the week? What do you think? Sure, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Do you have one, or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'm just. I mean, I'm just gonna troll. I'm gonna say <laughs> Lulu. <laughs> I think Ooh. I've probably done this thing before, <laughs> um, but I'm just gonna go with it again because she got the buff in 11.9, and then also I think there was a slight Moonstone Renewer buff as well, and so I think that I've been I I have been thinking about playing League again. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, thinking about it, and if yeah. I. I think that if I were to do it, though, and, like, trying to climb, I think that I would just try to play support most of the time because I'm I'm feeling a little washed up. I, maybe it's all <laughs> psychological, and honestly, I just need to go play some normal games. Yeah. Like, I think the thing is that, like, I think if I were try to to try to play mid again, I need to play, like, more than 30 normal games to actually feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and my friends list is a looking a little empty lately, so... I think I'm just gonna have to start randomly inviting people and hope they join because I don't really want to play alone. But yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. <sighs> but now that I started working again, it feels like there's no time in the day. And, and then I go and play like ten TFT games. So what right. am I saying? And then it's two a.m. and you're like, "Well, I can't play League now." Yeah, I can't play now. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so that's going to be my, my quick throwaway pick of the week. Dude, actually, I'll I'll hop on. I I was watching uh on, on the Lulu train. I, I was watching uh Finn CLG Finn stream um some like in houses that they were playing the other day, and he was playing. Uh-huh. It looked like the stupidest top lane matchup I've ever seen. It was Lulu top versus Karma top, and they both took phase rush, and they were both just like doing their best to try and like use one ability and proc phase rush and then like run away. And like the the karma would like walk up and W the Lulu, and so then they would like both proc phase rush, but the karma would have his phase rush on, chasing the Lulu with phase rush just to get the W root on, and then it would land, and then they like still wouldn't do anything because it's still like two supports fighting each other. It was it was pretty fucking stupid, but <laughs> the the supportal combat all in top lane solo lane picks. It was funny. All right, you've got the the gears turning in my head. I'm ready to try it? <laughs> All right, dude. My pick of the week, though, I got I got a good one. This is this is kind of like an honorary pick of the week because it's not actually nothing's changed about the champ. I don't think he's good, uh, but you'll have fun. You'll probably lose, but you'll probably have some fun. Um, but it'll still be bad. Uh, and it's Tom Kench top. I got a man. I got one of my buds who is just an absolute Tom Kench monster. Uh, he only plays like three champions in the whole game. Two of them are Kled and Tom Kench top. And so... I feel like you have a lot of friends like this, <laughs> but go on. Yeah, no. So he, so he plays Nar and Tom, and those are like the only two champs he plays. And then if somehow both of those are banned, then he'll play like Kled. I think those are like his his three that'll go to. But um, but he's yeah. So he's a Tom Kench top like one trick, uh, basically. And the champ, I don't know if you've seen, and I've, I, it's not happening like right now, but it's going to be pretty soon. They're going to rework him uh, just a little bit and move his W to his ulti um, and switch those around. So, so before that happens, you gotta you gotta get in some games on the the OG frog top top lane. Um, so that'll be my pick. Okay, I respect that. I think over the years, I have been dicked down by some Tom Kench tops. Not only laning against it, but also just like for some reason he's like fed out of laning phase, and then yeah. you, he's unkillable. He he wins so many fights early. It's like it's actually disgusting. Yeah, it's, just it's like surprising, how much damage actually. he does. Yeah, like mm-hmm. people people will be like, "Oh, I'm Darius. I'm gonna one v one one v one you at level one, right? Just walk at him, and then Tom Kinch just like destroys him." <laughs> so if you want to yeah. have some like meme picks against dumb top lane players like that, then it'll work. But you might and I will say that it's like it's actually so weird playing, when you play against Tom Kench in, in bottom a lot, and then you go play against him top. Mm-hmm. You like after playing against him bottom, you forget that his Q can like stun you, right? <laughs> and so it's like sometimes you just like, well, dude, I haven't seen that in like five years. I did I kind of forgot he could do that. Yeah, unless you've ever had the horror of having to face against Senna and Tom Kench, where it's fasting Senna and the Tom Kench has like twenty five hundred health at minute seven, and then just runs you down with Senna behind him and eats your ass. Yeah, you know, that's why I took a break from the game. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me that I bought a new gaming mouse um, that's wireless, and so that actually should be coming in today, but uh, I just checked, and like I haven't gotten the email yet, so I guess it's not here, but I'm pretty excited to try that out, even though um, like I'm not going to do anything cool with it, but I'm going to try out the, the wireless revolution. Okay. Okay. That's that's like the that's like a a meme that gamers go and buy like all this sick gaming gear, and then you still play League of Legends, which is like a game from 2010 that can run on like a Lenovo laptop, and it's like, well, it worked, dude. <laughs> you always say that. You always say Lenovo. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think that's like the second or third time you've said that. Um, I mean, yeah, but it could be worse, dude. We could be playing like. Like some puzzle game or something. I don't know. That's true. Like, we could be playing RuneScape or something. True. We could be playing RuneScape. <laughs> we could be. Because it has an actual player base and developers yeah. who are good. Yeah, true. Um, all right, let's just jump into the world of esports, dude. I'll play music for the transition. But um, So 100 Thieves announced a couple of changes. First of all, they're getting a new coaching staff with a new head coach in Reaper who I guess has been in America for this whole time, to my understanding, and he just wasn't on a team for this last split. Yeah. Um, and so they're replacing Zix with Reaper, and I think that Zix ended up tweeting that he's going to take a, a break for this split because, you know, he's been coaching ever since, I think, like, 2014 or 2015. 
yeah, I think if if that he might have been like earlier than that. I mean, it's like since they've had official coaches, I guess I'm sure. Yeah, I think yeah. he was doing stuff. Yeah, with, like early CLG still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be even earlier than that. And so, uh, let's just start there. Like, do you care? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I think it's interesting. Uh, it's I, I think it's a good move by Hundred Thieves. Uh, I mean, this along with some more of their news is is like there's obviously a lot of changes that they put in um but i think it's i think it's a good sign just of like their willingness to to still like compete i feel like it's it feels bad kind of for zeke's a little bit like it seems like he's been going around like like top tier teams still and like not having bad showings but it's just like not the uh the ultimate performance that a lot that like the organizations want from him and he's getting just kind of kick to the curb back to back it seems but but yeah i mean it's uh it's crazy that they picked up reaper it's almost criminal that reaper was like not on a team for a while but then there are rumors that he got like that he's getting paid like half a million dollars like just for this split as head coach so i mean i could kind of see how not every team would want to sign that for their head coach salary so yeah now that you mention it i think it's really it's really exciting that Hunter Thieves is still like looking to make moves and like they're even ready, uh, willing to invest in like even more coaching staff and even uh, renowned coaches, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he got a lot of second places, I'll tell you that. <laughs> True. And uh, top four at Worlds. And then also, um, I guess this will just move on to the next thing there where um, they're get, uh, picking up a new mid laner as well. So it's not going to be a Demonte or Rioma anymore. They're picking up uh, Abba Dogecoin. <laughs> Abadage from, from actually Shaka. I'm gonna yeah okay Shaka is yeah. that um that's the Broken Blade team right right yeah and Gilius right right mm-hmm. okay and so yeah so they're importing a mid from Europe um because and they can do that now because someday now has residency for the LCS because he got his green card um which I think a couple other players have that as well so I think like Huni has or who he has that as well on Hundred Thieves yes. so that's why he's a resident status as well in the lcs right and so yeah so i i hit two points there um i actually i mean i don't know anything about abadage but you know (laughs) from the from the buzz it seems that people are excited about this move you got any thoughts on that yeah i mean i've i've watched lc uh enough to to have seen him get some time in uh he got they were top four right in the yeah i mean they were top four they were top four this split um they uh last year they were like a game or two away from or a series or two away from making like a miracle run to worlds like in summer where they were like like some stupid record like one in ten like near the end of the season and then they won a whole bunch of games in a row and came like one game short of making playoffs or or i forget if maybe they made it to playoffs but like lost right away or something but they, yeah i mean they've been they've been a pretty good team um abadage actually i think even the year before that, they might have been like almost made it to worlds, um, or almost made it like further in playoffs and did some troll shit in in the fountain. Maybe I'm mixing them up with another team, but yeah, I mean he he got a uh, at some point he was getting the nickname Faker Dage because he was going nuts um, during the I think it was during that run uh, to try and make it to playoffs where he was just hard carrying some games and going absolutely like EU mids man insane on LEC teams. So I think it's a good pickup, uh, like. Over over Devante and Rayoma, probably probably definitely a good pickup. <laughs> so and it's, it's good to see. I don't know, not one that I would have expected, but yeah, good. I don't, I don't, I would not have seen that coming at all either. Um, and I think that's it, dude. Like over the last two or three weeks since the end of the spring split, I'm I don't think I've seen any other like roster official roster changes or announcements. Yeah, um, ever since I think. I think- you're right. I don't remember anything else. I saw Doublelift tweet a photo of him and Sword Art went out to dinner or something. It's him and Sword Art. So you know, I mean, that's that's basically all but confirmed, right? The Doublelift is back to TSM. Yeah, I think so. Well, that's problem because, um, like, what's what's Sword Art gonna do when Biofrost is playing? Because you know they gotta be together. True. Actually, yeah, that is true. How funny would that be that they they actually pulled double with that retirement and then double is actually like nah this sort of guy sucks dick bring Biofrost back out of retirement too. 
Dude, I would be, I would still be hyped for it. Honestly, <laughs> I would be hyped, but it. at the same time, I'd be like, "You guys are trolling. This is, this can't yeah. be good." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, and then I think you put here in the show notes that um, the the No Org team ended up winning the proving grounds, and so that team consists of Viper, who was top laner for FlyQuest, mm-hmm. Anda, who was jungler for Immortals, and then. And then he was also a jungler for another team. I think, I think he, he might EG have been like for a little bit, or maybe their academy or something. Yeah, I think it was one of those teams. Like maybe, I don't think it was Echo Fox, but like one of those like 2018 oh, yeah, teams. Yeah, you're um, right. that is what I was thinking of. Um, mid laner Five Fire. I'm not familiar with that guy. I think he was on an EG Academy team last year, maybe. Um, but he's I've I've heard like him get kind of hyped up. He's a he's a relative like i mean he's a rookie he hasn't played in lcs before but he's done pretty well for himself mm-hmm. and then we got their bot lane is value and support big i recognize big i think he's played in lcs a couple of times mm-hmm. i think he's played for like echo fox as well yeah back in like 2017 2018 yeah, I think so, and maybe from. optic i think he played on optic with uh medios like that era yeah that's um, also i think you're right about that too um, so yeah, I, I recognize a couple of these names, and then I don't like I don't know. It does anything happen? Like, there's no like promotion <laughs> tournament or anything like that. So like, what's what's the point? What's so they're, they're like just showing off to beat amateur teams, or like I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Uh, I think I mean this is like the, the sorry, academy... not amateur teams, academy teams. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is like Academy Worlds, basically from like years previous. You know, where where that's been the joke that Golden Clue is like a two-time world's winner academy worlds by the way um but i think this is as close as you're getting to it uh now uh yeah basically it's just for them to beat up on academy teams i'm pretty sure uh i I think it's surprising it's it's kind of surprising that it is you know one it's not an academy team winning but then also two it's like not even like any organization winning it's just five five challenger players and then or x academy lcs players and then like two like ex academy LCS players as coaches, and then they beat all the orgs that even tried. So that's kind of funny. But yeah, I don't think anything really comes out of it besides publicity for the players. Kind of, it's just fucked that I think that they had literally no org and and won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of crazy. I hope. Um, I th- I remember a lot of people being hyped about Anda, and then I think he was okay in LCS. But maybe he, they, people just had like really high expectations of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, oh, you know what? I think wasn't he? Was he on that team of Immortals where like he played on Immortals, and then like the next split he got replaced by Xmithy, and then Xmithy took them the Worlds or something like that? Is that the same? Um, like, the same time? No, 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 no. Because remember, Xmithy to Immortals was when CLG and Immortals made the Xmithy Dardock trade. Uh, oh, Dardock that was that team. Okay, yeah. No, you're, I think, okay, that's right. I think I think Anda was on that Immortals team, and I think he still. It, it was it was later on. It was like it, that was like the last year of Immortals, I think, where he was on it for like one of the splits, and then got taken off or something like that. If I remember right, it was he. he I think he got kind of boned, but also like they kind of sucked. So. Yeah, right. I think um I think Anda is kind of like Keith Keith McBreath of Jungle where like he's fine <laughs> right. and they I, they seem to do really well when they go over to like Korea and stuff like that and they just like play in the solo queue when they're the main roster is like playing in the tournament and they're just along for like the substitute. Yeah. But <laughs> I I don't know. I guess it's a shame that his time in LCS wasn't too great, but I it was, you know, it's hard when there's like TSM C9 um and i guess tl around that time so right oh well uh, we'll see if you know anything happens to them but i guess i'm happy for them yeah i think it's just a cool like a cool little thing kind of to see them uh just just to make note that they did win you know i i, I don't know just keep your eye on the players i guess if any of them get some get some value back onto uh to get picked up no pun intended also to get picked up by some else <laughs> yeah for sure and then I think I saw Arrow tweeting earlier this week that he was talking about wanting to come back to NA to play. Uh, yeah, did former, you see anything on that? Former LCS MVP Arrow, dude. Um, yeah, I think he's. I think he's actually. And I saw it. I saw a tweet earlier this week, like same kind of thing, where he was like, uh, 
he was like saying goodbye to somebody and i was like oh that's weird like that's what a weird tweet like just to to see this like i haven't seen any announcement or anything like because the team picked him up and then like uh like a day after that or something like there was a interview that had gone out and i guess i i guess i had just missed his tweet from like the week before where he said like yeah i'm going to na to play in uh in an amateur team so he's i think he's on an amateur team that's like just same kind of thing as you know that that dorg team like he's just back to play in proving grounds and stuff next split and show off that he's still good okay that's good for him i heard that he has like um a youtube where he makes a lot of good 80 carry um videos have you ever like heard about any of that i'm pretty yeah. sure they're in korean but they have like english subtitles kind of kind of like the um the core jj support videos but it's mm-hmm. like for 80 carry yeah, I think he streams. He streams all the time. Like, uh, or I, he hasn't since he's moved back to NA, as far as I can tell. But I, f- I follow him on Twitch, and he streams like he streams super late at night for us. So I like watch a game or two of his before I go to bed usually. Um, but he's pretty good. He's I, he always streams in English, so I, I think he does his guides. I, I guess I haven't watched any of his YouTube guides, but I think he at least does like English versions or yeah, like he said, Asian English uh, subtitles for for all his guides. But yeah, yeah I've, I'm I've like, heard that it's really I'm, good content. I'm like seventy percent sure that they're not in English. I I think I may or may not have clicked on one before, <laughs> but that was also like not recent for sure. Yeah, like for sure that was sometime last year. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's. Uh, I've I've only heard good things about his his YouTube channel, and like not even just from like I think I saw like an LEC like support like limit tweeted out about it. Like that uh-huh. YouTube I... is like super good. Like so, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and it's just it's just out there. Like right. that's crazy. Yeah, that a former LCS MVP just is stuff like that. So right? crazy, man. Parentheses during the split, the double lift took off. Yeah, true, <laughs> but he robbed that MVP from Hansa, Remember so. Yeah, because yeah, that was a piece that split. Uh, yeah, but honestly, like I do remember that split. And Arrow was hard carrying that. <laughs> I, like, I mean, so that I, I feel like that was it. one of the splits when Lethality Virus was just like super insane, and I remember him just like absolutely one v nine games with it. Yeah, I think there was also like, um, like during one of the games, he like really popped off on Twitch as well. Mm, I think okay. I remember seeing a video about that. And he's and an was, OG like, Draven of... player too, so he's in. Uh huh. He's in my heart for that. True. Facts. Facts. Okay, you ready to talk about some MSI? Yeah, let's get into it, dude. All right, to finish off this episode, we have to uh, talk about MSI that's happening this week. And I got a couple of things to tell you that I've been holding on to. Like, after I was done being, like, a a stupid TSM fan, it finally (laughs) hit me that, like, dude... We got perks in fucking LCS, dude, and he's going to go yeah. to MSI for us. Let's go, dude. <laughs> I actually feel like, because of that, that actually makes me feel so good about NA at an international tournament. And G2 didn't finally didn't fucking go, so <laughs> I, like, I feel really good for NA this time, you know? Yeah. And the, and the group that they're in is decent as well. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I mean, I, honestly, looking at the group, we got kind of kind of the worst group that we could get right no like having to play against probably yeah. One. but yeah <laughs> but yeah no i agree i think it's i don't know we're in uh, definitely that's one thing that uh if you watch any like travis's content he always like talks about the the slow the slow casual lcs fan like um like msi or any international like journey which is like as soon as the split ends you're like Man, we fucking blow. We're about to go get blasted by all these teams at MSI. Like, even though we won LCS, it doesn't matter. And then it's like after a week or two, it's like, well, actually, hmm, we have perks on our team. We might be okay. We could probably win a game or two. And it's like, wait a second, Mad Lions is shit. They won LEC, and perks can like dump all over them. And he's already talked shit on Twitter, dude. We're gonna win. We're gonna win the whole thing. And now it's gonna be week one, and we're just gonna get blasted by Detonation. Focus me, and then it's gonna be all over. <laughs> yeah it's gonna no but i'm i'm pretty hyped now like we're gonna send our best team i yeah. feel really good that they're our best team even though rest in peace uh santorin and, <laughs> and we got perks dude and perks is gonna fucking do it up let's go true 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 i mean yeah i think i think it'll, i think it should be good i think it should be i hope i hope it'll be good at least <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna get maybe i should slow my roll a little bit Okay, and then um, I guess we got to get into the important news. A couple of weeks ago, they announced that uh, the Vietnamese team, GAM Esports, isn't able to attend MSI. Um, I forgot why. I think it has to do something with passports. 
I think it's um, still so, like COVID stuff, like just yeah, like because of like how much lockdown they've had, the they would have had to have people go back to um just yeah, I don't know, just so much lockdown, like they're either their immigration policies are still or just like their travel policies are still under a lot of um restrictions or they were too backed up like in whatever processes to get visas, whatever that that kind of stuff. So yeah. Man, that's super crazy. I feel like um I mean, I don't know for you, but I feel like for us, I feel like COVID is like almost over. Yeah, it seems like just close, the, just the way right? that it feels in in the world. I yeah. think that like if like I don't check statistics every day or anything, or like the death count or the rate <laughs> of which it's growing or lowering. But I feel right. like like in according to activity that I see in the real world, I feel and the fucking traffic I run into, <laughs> I feel like we're like ninety percent back. I don't know. So that that that's crazy that that's happening on that side of the world in India as well. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely definitely depends on where you are. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm with you though. It feels definitely feels like we're close over here, but still still so far from anything being normal. I guess. <laughs> yeah, true. And so because they're not going to be in the um, at MSI, uh, they're still going to have the same format. So it's still going to be double round robin. So each team plays every team twice in their group. Uh, for groups B and C, um, who have four teams in their in, in each group. Mm-hmm. However, for group A, there's just going to be three teams in that group um, without Vietnam anymore, BCS. And so they're going to play a quadruple round robin where each team is going to play every other team four times. And so we're just going to watch RNG dump on the same two teams <laughs> eight for eight games. That's what so you that's think, how that's going to go. Pentanet GG is going to come out. <laughs> I can't even take that name seriously. <laughs> and then um, just a reminder for how the, the format is. So um, this is going to be the first week of MSI. And it's the first three days. It's The schedule is just like a mix up of like teams from the groups playing. So there's going to be like, um, you know, a group C game, a group A game. And then the last three days um, is how like the typical Worlds format is where like they're just going to finish out each group. So it's going to be like. On day four, they're finishing out group A, and then day five, they're going to finish out group B, and like only group B plays that day, and so that sort of thing. Um, so that's just how the, the schedule is, and then they'll move into that. Uh, the top two teams from each team will move on to an even bigger like group, like a, even a different group stage where they'll play each other even more in that group before heading into like um, a seeded uh, semifinal, I believe it was. Yeah, I think that's right. You get top four top two from each group and then two more get eliminated in the final round robin so it's just the four teams left yep so that's what we can expect and then um i guess yeah so by the time we film next episode we're just gonna the whole group stage well the whole uh, initial group stage i guess you could say this is kind of like play-ins um in a weird way but this whole initial group stage part is going to be over and so um i don't know if they're uh, i guess we'll just go through all of the teams out that they're all confirmed so group a we have Pentanet GG from uh, OCE, um, mm-hmm. RNG from the LPL, and Unicorns of Love from Russia, the CIS. And then for Group B, uh, actually, like, I'll just pause there. Is there anything you want to say about those teams? Um, I don't know. I think honestly, I think this is probably going to be like a pretty simple group. I think it's just going to be RNG and and UOL that makes it out. Um, I think it's I think it's probably too hard for OCE having just had like all their talent poached to na um not poached because they just had their league disbanded but to have like most of their top talent get uh transferred essentially i think uh-huh. unicorns of love like I, they were at worlds last year and i feel like they didn't have that bad of a showing they've got pretty much the same team as far as i can tell um or at least that i remember so i think they'll probably still be pretty good put up a fight and be able to take away you know the the second seed out of the group of three okay that'll be interesting and then for Group B, we have the Istanbul Wildcats, which sounds like the fucking baseball team or something like that, <laughs> um, from Turkey. And then we have Mad Lions from EU, uh, Pain Gaming from Brazil, you recognize that name, and then also PSG Talon from PCS. And I guess I'll start off saying here that like I, I, don't, I didn't know, because I thought PSG was the name of like a, a, a team from France or something like that. Yeah, and that is. that is what it is yeah <laughs> it's like um it's like their football club but for some reason like they sponsored this team in 
in like Southeast Asia or something like that. And so that's what this team is. And I looked into it and it turns out this team has um their mid laner is Maple from like the Flash Wolves. Mm-hmm. And he also played on Sooning with um Sword Art for like a year or something like that. And then also I found out like I through like Wikipedia that like for MSI they don't have their bot laner. So they're gonna have like a sub AD carry for the MSI. Yeah. I So that's just fun facts for you to know. Yeah, I think if you remember right, this is the um I mean this is the same team that played at uh at Worlds last year and had like similarly similarly weird uh like, Oh like substitutions. Buffs. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, a couple of their players couldn't make it, so they had like players from like the next like the second place team from that region, like just were subbed into their their uh-huh. uh uh, the PSG team, so yeah, that was kind of a kind of a wild journey, but yeah, that's that kind that's of sucks true. to hear. Yeah, that they still somebody... made it in though, right? Yeah, they still made it in, but yeah, it sucks to hear that somebody is not able to uh, play. I feel like that's just back to back, you know, where like you get subbed out or you can't make it to the actual worlds worlds event. True, true, and then um, I guess in a weird way, looking at this group as a whole, like. I don't know how strong Mad Lions is. And so, like, I don't know, like, if I look at any of these teams, like, who's... I don't see, like, a guaranteed first-place team when I look at it. Maybe, like, maybe Mad Lions is good, but it's also, like, one of those teams who don't have a lot of, like, LAN experience, I guess. And so, I mean, we'll see what happens and if they're able to just, like, stomp out these, like, other teams. But, yeah, I feel like it's really open in this group. Um, do you have any you have any thoughts? Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think it's definitely... On paper, probably the weakest group, but doesn't mean like just just I think they have the the lowest peak, you know. Like I don't think I'd pick any of these guys to be the ones likely to to win the event. Um, and so that just means they're all like they all can probably be pretty close. Like I don't think that uh, I guess I don't know that much about like Brazil or the Turkey scenes, but like I think they're still decent team like regions, you know. Um, uh-huh. And PSG Talent showed like they definitely put up a fight at Worlds uh just you know a few months ago so i'm i'm not i won't be surprised uh i don't think by like any of these teams making it out of their group um yeah i mean i think i think badlands still probably should be the favorite but yeah no like you said i don't think any guarantees especially for a team that like you said doesn't have very much international experience okay i'm glad i i'm glad i'm not crazy or anything <laughs> and then we'll move on to group c we have cloud nine from the lcs detonation focus me from the ljl I, I have no like no clue about that team yeah like i don't know any of the players and um dwg kia from the lck and then also yeah, infinity cute. esports from latin america um i mean this one's gonna look pretty cut and dry i expect damn one to come up on top here mm-hmm. um which reminds me like i'm glad they're having a lot of fun like boot camping in europe right before the event um, I used to like follow those kinds of things a lot of like following the people who like travel to the country for an international tournament and then like watching their solo queue games. Yeah. Um, or like those kind of streams who like try to find all the players and then like they tell you like, oh, and this game has like Reckless and iBoy and, and, and that sort of thing. Like right. I used to think that was really cool. Dude, this this season, the fact that it's in Europe, that means you get the best matchups, which is where the Baus FFS plays AD Scion and shits on like Showmaker. Like that's that's the matchups that I watch the the streams for. Did that actually happen? He actually he played <laughs> he played Zillion mid against Showmaker Silas and he won the game. <laughs> he was like okay. he was like one in eleven. But they won the game, so <laughs> yeah, we take those. We take those. Good deaths. Good deaths. Um, but yeah, other than that, like I don't have much to say about this group unless you have some uh, final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know. There's not much to say. I think Devon's gonna run away with this group, like <laughs> without a doubt. Um, I hope. I hope that <laughs> C9 doesn't get knocked out of this. I think. I think they have a chance. But yeah, I mean, just just by nature of having Devon in this group, it's the hardest group in the whole tournament. So kind of blows but they'll get they'll get second it'll be fine no way that we could lose to no way america right i don't know we'll see dude (laughs) that's where jose diodo comes from you gotta be scared true actually true shits shits dude come on don't get me like that right now four days before (laughs) the events come on three days it's not even true true and yeah it's actually like a a decent time zone as well where like i think the first game is at like 6 a.m on thursday so you could you could catch a game here and there 
maybe. Yeah, realistically, I could wake up early to watch all the MSI games just for fun. Yeah, and then speaking of watching the games, like pretty much like listing out the um, the groups like this, it's pretty much all, the only like set of games that are going to happen this week. And so um, I'm not really excited for very much. I'm just going to be looking forward to all of the Damwon versus C9 games. Mm-hmm. And then I'm probably interested in the Mad Lions versus PSG um, or any like Mad Lions versus anyone because I'm kind of curious about that group. But other than that, like, um, I guess I'm not excited. I might tune in. I might, I'm not going to watch any of the RNG games, but like, <laughs> you know, I'll be keeping track that if like making sure they're going 8-0 in their group. Right. I think, honestly, I think if you want to watch, I, I feel like RNG UL games are probably going to be bonkers. Uh, not like uh-huh. maybe not in great ways, you know, that this probably, probably RNG will win and you probably will walk out of it. Like, I don't have that much faith in them that they only won, you know, that game that I just watched, but they'll be fun to watch, I would think. For sure. Yeah, there might be some, like, wacky picks or here and there, especially because um, Xiaohu's their top laner now, and he might pull out some weird stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check right now. Oh, it looks like they're going to play on patch 11.9, so I think that might be interested as well, because, you know, LCS was behind for such a long time, and then every other region played on 11.6. Yeah. So they're just jumping, like, three patches with the, the Xin Zhao change. <laughs> the ram is change and that sort of thing um right. gwen and viego are going to be disabled but yeah there's like a bunch of stuff that could be exciting so we should be looking out for um like different picks as well at least different from the the playoffs from each region that we saw from the spring split yeah i think we'll definitely see a, a meta shake up at least in the jungle um but I'm, I'm sure if people actually start playing like diana and morgana out of the jungle i think we'll see a lot of like crazy stuff happen in the mid and top lane too you think anybody's going to play, like, Yorick or anything on this patch? I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I haven't seen Yorick, like, since he first got changed. Like, it was like people just wanted to see what the what the changes did to him, and then they still felt like he was bad. I doubt I doubt we'll see it. Darshan's not there to play it. Or Dokla. Okay. Neither, neither of those guys are there. Maybe if Darshan gets subbed in, then we'll get it. Ooh, true, true, true. <laughs> that was actually so funny, like, during the, like, the spring, like, when when Cloud9 won, and then, like, I felt like Darshan was, like, the second person up there uh-huh. to hold the trophy. <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny while watching the ceremony. Actually, that reminds me, dude, I'm so fucking sad that there's not going to be any co-streams for NSI, because they're just not, not allowed to do it for an international tournament. I, I People still do live viewing, at least, you know, but I'm sure. But, yeah, it'll, it'll suck. Yeah, oh, yeah, live viewing, I guess that makes sense. But they can't, yeah, they, I guess they can't just, they just can't show the game. Right. They, well, they they can't just like well because you rebroadcast like the whole broadcast feed and that's like like I think that they get screwed because of like advertisement um like reasoning for that like yeah you know, I'm that sure that there's ads. a reason yeah. I'm just I'm just saying it sucks but yeah 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 because I need my double plug <laughs> I still didn't look that up by the way I mean it's it's in the name dude <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, I'm all. I'm all talked out for this episode. If there's yeah, any I last things you got to say? So. Uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think that's it. I think we did good. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, I felt pretty good. <laughs> Had a lot of things held inside. All right, and that's going to be it for our comeback show of episode 12 of On the Hunt, a League of Legends podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. And if you did, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on the service that you are listening to us on, if you haven't already. We'd appreciate it if you also give us a rating or hit the like button to show some support as well. You can find us on YouTube as well as our podcast player of choice from Apple Podcasts to Spotify and so forth. That reminds me, dude, I haven't done any of the like YouTube chapters for the last two episodes because I've been lazy as fuck. <laughs> That's okay. Anyways, see, see you all next week for another episode of On the Hunt. See you guys. Let's go see you Let's go.